Hello and welcome to the Life Laundry Podcast. I'm Gemma. I'm Chippy. Happy New Happy Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> Do you want to know what happened to me on New Year's Eve? Yeah, always. Well, because of the cost oh. crisis, Mike bought a load of like those smart plugs from Amazon to control most right. In the house, and they're all set off to go automatically off at what time? At midnight. So we're all watching the telly, all the family, and then all of a sudden, do everything just powers down. Everything just powers down, and we're all looking at each other. And I'm like, anyone? Oh shit! And it took you about three minutes to power everything back up. By which point, New Year's Eve, it was over. So we just went to bed. Happy New Year. Oh, well, <laughs> festive in your house. That reminds me of, I think it, it may have been the last Christmas we had in the house that I grew up in, which I'm sure I've said, Arts Cross House, Dodgy Electrics. And we used to have power cuts all the time. And we were watching, you will be able to date it, Agatha Christie fans will be able to date it. It was the year that the Agatha Christie they did for Christmas was, and then they were none. Didn't love it. Thought they could have cut it down to just two episodes. There were lots of faults with it. Moving on. Um, And we were watching it, me, Joe, and my mum. And they get to a bit like someone is being prowled by the murderer. You know it's coming. And suddenly, the electrics go. And me and my mum immediately stand up and go and get, like, we've got it down. Go and get the torch, get the candles, make sure the kids are okay. And Joe, when we got back, was like, I didn't get up. It took everything in my power not to go. (laughs) Because he was so scared from watching the thing and then the lights went off. And he was like, but you guys were just like, business, go and get get a torch. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, I mean, the light stayed on. It was just, it was literally 10. Also, boom. <laughs> but didn't he go, happy new, like. Yeah, we, we, we did, we did. But what had happened was, you, what obviously we've got two. You all t- just go, I, I picture you all going to bed while Mike's there on his phone. Be like, no, I'm, I'm getting it. Too late now, you've ruined it. all comes up. Moment's gone, moment's gone. We're going to bed. Mike's just on his own with his app. Um, but then also what happened was um, I had fallen down a TikTok rabbit hole earlier on that day and had convinced myself that there was going to be a massive announcement for international tour dates for Taylor Swift, right? Because all over Twitter, she was like, meet me at midnight. Oh, you weren't doing that? Oh, I am now. Meet me at, <laughs> meet me, meet me at midnight, this, that, the other. So... We, we did actually get the telly, we didn't actually go to bed straight away. We got the telly back on and Sam Ryder, who's the guy that won Eurovision Song Contest for us, right? At midnight, starts a Taylor Swift mashup. Well, I just lost my mind. I'm. It was like, oh, it's gonna shake, shake. And Tom was like, mom, it's happening. Your theory's right. So I'm on Ticketmaster going, oh, sorry, like that. <laughs> He sang, look what you made me do. No, no. He sang all these songs. And then brought, and then nothing, crickets, and then brought out the guy from the darkness. And it was like, what the fuck was that? What the fuck? 
were you doing singing Taylor Swift song at midnight on New Year's Eve? This 41 year old woman almost like had a prolapse. <laughs> so excited. I'm refreshing Ticketmaster and nothing happened. So it was just a big flop. When did this change of heart happen? Because if you go back to the tickets episode, you were like, it's not for me. It's a young girl's game. Well, because I realized that I was doing myself, I was kidding myself essentially. And and I would be do and I'd, I would I I have to at least try. And we left our last episode, there was a question mark, wasn't there, about whether or not I was going to get to go to see Peter Kay because Mike wasn't very well. Yeah. And you did go. Did go, Mike did a COVID test, it was negative, and he was feeling better. I think personally, he had been out the night before, and I think he was just like a little bit worse for wear. Do you think? I think he'd probably just had the cough virus that everyone had. Yeah, which luckily touch wood, I've managed to avoid. Anyway. Well, I've sort of managed to avoid it, but my kids had it all Christmas holidays. Yeah, you, you messaged me and you were like, it's horrendous. I didn't cough, but I just, every evening, I'd be like, right, tomorrow is out. I'm just, I feel like death. And then I'd be okay in the morning, except for one morning. When was it? The 30th. And I was due to go to my family's for lunch. I'd seen them all over the Christmas holidays and I was out walking the dogs and I felt rough. And I was like, do you know what? I haven't had one day doing nothing and I need to go to bed. So I sent my husband and my kids and I went and got into bed and it was great. Um, Well, I had COVID really quite badly last year and I was just refused. I'm like, I'm not getting sick this Christmas. Yeah. I'm not doing it. So anyway, so we're like, woohoo. So I didn't allow myself to get excited about Peter Kay until like the last minute. And my mum and dad came. Oh, your bum was in your seat. Oh, but man. Train strike, right? On that night, there was a train strike. So we had to then, that meant we had to drive from Seven Oaks to the O2, which is 28 miles, everybody, for reference. Like 28 miles. You're the right side for the O2. We, he started at eight. Like, I shit you not, we sat down at 7.55. It was- What time did you leave home? So fucking, what's this? Right, this is what happened. Because I got tickets at the last minute, I got resale tickets. Mm. I, what did I not, what did I forget to do? Like, buy parking tickets because I didn't realise there was a train strike, right? So we're driving to the O2 and at this point we're like, oh, there's a train strike. Oh, parking might be a problem. Mike's driving. I'm like, I'll pre-book it now. Sold out, sold out, sold out, sold out. I'm, I'm so stressed. I was like, we're not going to go. It's over. Mike's like, okay, well, you know, even if we just have to leave the car on a grass verge. I'm like, what's Like that. It was a nightmare. Anyway, so we... Well, we were just about to give up, and then there's a hotel right behind the O2, I can't remember what it's called. And I said to Mike, just go in there, just go in that car park, a tiny car park. And I said, just go in. And then, like, the gods just shone, like, took pity on me. And this lady in a Mini Cooper just drove out of a space, and Mike just drove into it. 
And I looked at my man, looked at me, and we were like, fucking right. Like that. Yeah. It was like icy. And we got in there, and I was like, we, the plan was to have a meal and just like chill, have a couple of drinks, and then go and watch Peter Kay. But that didn't happen. We were too late. So we got in, and we were like, we were. I've never eaten, I had a five guys burger. I've never eaten a burger so quick. I was just literally shoving it in my face. Grabbed um, a pint of beer for like, like an extortionate amount of money from the bar. Sat down and then- More expensive ticket. Yeah, and I suddenly realized how drunk everybody around me was. I mean, they must've all been all day drinking the people in my row because they were annihilated. And I and we were in the middle, and I'm like, Mike, we we are not we're, we're not even we're not drunk enough. I'm no. not even tipsy. Like I'm not even had a sip of this beer. And then Peter K came out, and I just started crying. I'm not going to ruin it for anybody, but he just looked old. I mean, I would I wouldn't recognize it. You wouldn't recognize him. And I just went, <laughs> and I just went, like that loud. It just sort of came out like a. I'm googling. Um, yeah, and oh, if anyone can hear that noise, I've got Rocky behind me. Look, it's not. I've not got wind. Uh, but yeah, it was. It, I, I and I think because I was in shock and it was so stressful to get there, it took me quite a, a while to relax into it. You know what I mean? But then after the first ten or fifteen minutes, it it was it was fine. And the, and again, I won't ruin it. But there was just one particular joke that I am still pissing myself laughing over now. Yeah, are you gonna tell it? Are you gonna yeah. tell us? I'm not going to ruin it for anybody because oh. I'll tell you off air. Okay, tell me off air. Is he going bald? Um, is he? I think so. We weren't very close, but he just looked older. You know, bearing in mind, like all of the all of the you know garlic bread, they were like he was quite young and he had quite a round yeah. face in those days, and he's lost a lot of weight off his face. Um, and I just, but you know what? Do you know what? And this is the only thing I will say. The talent of a human being. There was one moment where he was just chatting, right, and you could hear a pin drop in a yeah. packed out with stadium, loads of drunk people, with loads of piss heads, right. And I just thought to have that talent to be able to captivate people's attention in that way, it was, it was just incredible. <laughs> He was still funny. Yeah. But in but in a more mature way. You know, it was like it, it was, was like, I think my oh. thing, my worry about seeing Peter K. He Peter K is a very good example, but it also translates to like bands that you like. But my worry about seeing Peter K is because he was so like one minute it was you were watching Phoenix Nights, and then the next minute he was everywhere. And it was so big, so funny. Like everyone, pretty much, even my mum, you can go garlic bread, she'll get it. Like, and then nothing, obviously. But really, like, there's been that car share thing. Oh, that's so funny. Have you ever seen that that clip by everybody, right? I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but there's this scene on YouTube. Just put in, okay, this might be a tricky Google, so you need to be careful. Peter K, car share, dogging. Right, have you seen that one where she she she's like, do you go dogging? And he's like, what? And she's like, that's the term that she used for taking the dog for a walk. She's like, I go dogging with my neighbour. And he's like, that's not what that means. And she's like, it is. And they stop. And they, they stop this guy who's walking his dog. It's just... 
I'm going to watch it. I'm pretty sure it does ring a bell. Sorry, go on. So who's but, but my worry is that then you go and see him and he was a one-trick pony. Not that he was a one-trick pony, but whether he was that guy who was like garlic bread and he was all of a time. And then when he comes back, he wants to relive that time and he hasn't moved on. Do you know what? This is the best way that I can describe it. And I, and I will get quite emotional because I do feel very lucky to have gone, right? Yeah. It was like going to a pub and chatting with a mate that you haven't seen mm. for ages. That's what it was like. Like you had all these little in-jokes and mm. that's what it was like. And it was just... Oh, I'm so pleased you went. Really nice. And so if anyone that you thought you'd take Mike instead of me, but that's fine. Well, like he's got a residency now at the A2. He's there every month for at least 18 months. You will get chance for Diem for sure. Do you know what? I fucking hate the A2. I know. <laughs> I know, but it's it's worth it. And like the ending, and he was very strict. He was like, I don't want anyone to tell anybody what the ending was. Right. Right. But there was one point where I was like, who the fuck's that? Like that. And I thought it was someone and it wasn't. It wasn't the person I thought it was. And I screamed so <laughs> I thought all my Christmases had come at once, to put it that way, right? Okay. And um I might say, sit down. I'm like <laughs> <laughs> Mike wishing that you had taken me and not him. He was like anyone recording this the ending is very i don't want anybody ruining it for anybody this guy in front of us phone recording it and he got like literally buffed out like someone grabbed like the security people was like lifted he was gone i mean he was really (laughs) anyway so we did get to go in the end but it wasn't without drama i would expect nothing less from you um how was your Christmas? Um, yeah, it was good. It was very purposefully quiet. Yeah. On Christmas Day, I am very proud. We had a three-movie back-to-back marathon. We had The Grinch, Ooh. which I'd never seen. Never yeah. seen The Grinch. Didn't like it. Everyone. I don't really. love The Grinch. The Grinch, Home Alone, and yeah. Elf. We watched back-to-back. Oh, nice. Um, king. I was late. I said to the king. He wasn't on at three. The king was on at half past two. I mean, that yeah, just screwed me up. That. I had to watch it on repeat, but that was the only thing that went wrong. How was your Christmas? It was a bit early, isn't it? I don't what? think we sat down to eat till two. Um, I said to my kids on Tuesday, because we'd been playing games and stuff all day. So I said, right, do you want to you can watch one last Christmas movie before because it's school tomorrow. Last hurrah. So yeah. I want, I don't want to hear any fighting. The fighting has been phenomenal. Don't want to hear any fighting about it. You go away. You come back and tell me what your Christmas movie is that yeah. you're going to watch. And if there's no arguing, that's what you're watching. Right. What did they choose Gemma? Transformers or something. I don't know what. Jurassic Park. Amazing. I was like, is this festive? 
and Jim, all of them had terrible haircuts. My mum for years has said to me, I don't know why you cut their hair. You should take them to a barber. You should take them to a proper barber. And I'm like, because I'm very specific about their hair needs, but also no one can cut Jim's hair without him looking a bit like um, Jim Carrey in Dumb and Dumber. So we went. My mum came with me. We cut, had their hair cut at the barber. So now I've got Jim from Dumb and Dumber. And she won't be doing that again. She's going to be fine with me cutting their hair. <laughs> but so they sat down watching Jurassic Park. I was like, it's not very festive, but they're not fighting. And Jim was like, well, you said if we didn't fight, we all decided on a movie. And we didn't fight. We all decided on a movie. And I was like, well, I was thinking like, yeah, Home Alone and Christmassy that I'd want to watch. But no, Jurassic Park. So we ended up, you know, 7.30 on Tuesday night, day before Christmas. T-Rex eating people off the loo. So. Um, one thing that we did do, which we haven't normally done, because Ben is seven now. So previous Christmas Eves, we would, we would normally, in past years, have had a carpet picnic picky food mm. or see father christmas in the sky as it's going dark mm. and then watch the snowman and that sort of thing christmas feel bed yeah. right but they're all a little bit old for that now right so i was like i can't shoehorn them in this into this tradition this year what can yeah. we do so i booked a table at a really lovely indian restaurant and we had a really lovely meal on christmas eve and we went out as a family That's what we used to do I don't know when we started doing it, but for years we went for an Indian, which I think is so nice because it's something completely different. And then when we got older, there was this really amazing proper Japanese restaurant in this golf course near near us. It's about 35 minute drive, but proper, proper Japanese. And it was amazing. So we used to go there every Christmas Eve. And it is, it's so nice. Because also by the time we got back, it would be like, right, stockings, bed. Like it knackers the kids out. Do you, do you know what I mean? I would, it would, I remember as a child being like, it's passing the time because I'm excited. Yeah. Whereas if you're at home, you're a bit like, um, so I think that's really good, Gemma. I enjoyed that. It was very So will you be doing that again next year? Yeah, I will be because the kids are just older. And like I couldn't really subject Tom. Will you be adding that to the organised Christmas? I don't think I can be that prescriptive. Your... You must go out for a meal on Christmas Eve. <laughs> We're changing. Well, no, I was going to say book your Christmas meal. Um, I had a moment on Boxing Day. So my mum was with my sister for Christmas and then they all came to me for Boxing Day and I was sitting on the sofa and I, and I said to my mum, oh my God, I just didn't feel festive. I was so disorganised. I'm never doing that again. I've already messaged Gemma to say. Not to like strong arm you into doing organised Christmas. Yeah. And I was like, September you'll be like, oh, it's too early. Yeah, but but that's not happening. You've got to shout at me so I said I've already messaged Gemma no festiveness here just bossy you've got to 
this is what you need to do next September. You've got to make me do the thing that you've been telling me to do for years. And she said, yeah, I did organise Christmas this year. Yeah. All smug. And I went, did you? And she went, she is very clever. And I was like, oh, 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 fine. Have Gemma as your daughter then. Fine. So, but my mum was the most, I mean, obviously she wasn't hosting. She was hosting. She had my sister to stay from the 26th to the 3rd. So she was hosting as in having people to stay, but she wasn't doing Christmas lunch, but she was doing loads of fucking meals. But she was so laid back compared to previous years. So I was like, we should take my mum on some sort of road trip uh, in between Christmas and New Year just to show off. She would sell the organised Christmas to anyone because she was just like zen. And she's like, I wrapped, I bought, and I wrapped as I bought. And every time I've people have told me to, you know, if, if Gemma's mentioned it or whatever, I've been like, no. She's like, it's great. Didn't have all that shenanigans. You know, I oh, you're rapping for those hours. A particular highlight of my Christmas. I got home. Yeah. Um, after a particularly rainy school run, right? Yeah. Have I told the laundress about my full circle moment the other? Well, a couple of months ago with that person. I think you did. Did I? Oh, what, with with Andrea? Yeah. Anthea. Yeah. What's she called? I don't know. She's not my full fucking circle. Right, so so I had a full circle moment because um, Anthea Turner was like, I used to love her, love her. When I first met Gemma, there were two, what do we call them? Not gods. There were two pinnacles of your life there were two people who you looked to for guidance yeah one of them was joe wicks i'd never heard of him Gemma was outraged joe wicks for all your cooking exercising needs the other one was anthea turner and in the space of two weeks i always say that jamie oliver basically taught me to cook when i um first had tom our dinners were what's with the chips and beans tonight that was that was the joke between me and my what's Mm. To be fair, you had grown up with uh, chips and beans being a staple. Yes. I realised quite quickly that you can't really puree chips and beans for a weaning baby. It's not great, is it? So I've got to have to teach myself how to cook. So I bought myself Jamie Oliver Ministry of Food book, which to this day I think is the best cookbook to give someone who is, like, learning to cook. Anyway, I've still got my original copy. And then I... I never had that. Very good. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Not here. Is it good for kids? My kids are so fussy. I've given up. I just want to. I just want to get McDonald's three times a day every day. I made them drop scones for put it for for dinner last night because I was like, "What do you want to eat?" And they were like, "Drop scones," and I was like, "Fine. If you'll eat it, I'll make it." That's not a food stuff. That's a tea no, time I, treat. I, but I fine. really like it it's it's great so anyway so that was that and at the same time like I had no idea what I was doing like I had this baby and Anthea Turner was on the telly I did take it a little bit too far we all know the rest is history right but like I am an all or nothing person I saw this woman I basically wanted her life she had fantastic hair I was just like her house is beautiful she's got two beautiful Labradors if if I can emulate this and I took it too far and we all know anyway I got invited to this thing um and, and her and I were like together in a work capacity and um 
I just had the best hour of my life came home and was like that's a full circle moment and then Jamie Oliver sent not him personally the PR team but I'm tricking myself that Jamie personally posted Jamie did ask for you he did ask for you he said the only person I want for this is Gemma Bray a nice hamper right now this like normal when you get PR packages Chippy I don't get good PR packages like you do you get like makeup and stuff like that what for years but, but normally I would just get sent, I was just expecting the book, right? But I got a hamper, I got a frying pan. Oh, well, that's good. Right? And like um, a £30 Tesco food voucher and um, three fancy olive oil, like chilli infused, oh. garlic infused. So what is this for a new book? You've got a new book out called One. It's like one pot, one pan. Oh yeah, that's right. very much the thing at the moment. Have you got the book? I've got the book. All I've not cooked anything from it yet. It all looks lovely. Um, but yeah, yeah. I was like, Jamie, Anthea, Joe, you need to step up now. Come on, where's Joe Wicks? So he did send you a voice note. No, he. I still have. <laughs> I bet you do. What? That's it. My God, that was a. I love it. That was quite early on in our relationship. I asked him. I emailed it, messaged him on Instagram, and said, "Can you do me a playlist?" And he did. I mean, he did. What and a he sent you a nice voice message. And he sent me a voice message saying, "Hello, the organised mum. Thank you for letting me do. Letting me with a video message." And like, I never forget. I was walking to get the kids to school, and I actually screamed. And I phoned Mike, and I'm like. Mike, Joe Wicks just sent me a video message. And he's like, oh, my God. And I'm thinking forever. I remember that day. I remember that day. So, and you and Anthea got on like a house on fire. Yeah. That was funny because we were both like, Anthea. Because they just called her Anthea in all yeah, the... Yeah, we were like, the, is it the... Um... We're like, either it's the organiser's wife who's very insistent about being named on all the stuff. Yeah. But there's only one Anthea. And it was. You'd all been very proud of me because I was just really cool. I was just like, until one point, I think I might have grabbed her arm out of excitement <laughs> about something. That was a bit awkward. <laughs> That's fine. Anyway, but yeah, so that was quite a highlight of my Christmas getting that cookbook. Yeah, I want to know about it. I what I need to do is I always look at your and other people's um slow cooker recipes and go, oh, I need to get a slow cooker. I've got an oven that doubles as a slow cooker. Yeah, I've it's got, got a slow yeah. cooker setting. Not sure about it, really. Well, I haven't tried it. I just mentally can't. Oh, I did this thing a, a few weeks ago where I put a recipe out and I missed a line off the recipe. It's a crucial line, 400 ml of water, right? It's poor, oh, Gemma. This poor lady messaged me and she was so nice. She's like, I'm not sure this recipe, I'm not, I'm not sure I've done it properly, but I've just come home after a long shift in a hospital. Like, oh my God. I've just come home to stodge. How, what have I done wrong? And I'm like, oh God, let me just have a look. And I'm like, oh shit, so I'm really sorry. It was a typo. So I sent her something like a £30 delivery voucher. Because it just felt oh. so bad. Like, 
know what it's like after you're tired you're tired you're hungry you just want oh, something. yeah and you you're, you've gone through the day thinking about your lovely slow cooker <laughs> i should imagine i go through the day dreading oh, dinner time. <laughs> oh that's nice of you though um <laughs> So do you, you, we've talked about this before, I think we talk about this at the start of every year, Gemma. Yeah. Do you set any, any resolutions? Um, just get better at life. Oh, okay. Um, I, this, I feel like you'd be quite proud of me. I woke up, my mum had my kids to stay for New Year's Eve. We went and had New Year's Eve at my mum's and we left the kids there. And Joe and I had a lion on New Year's Day, which is very nice because my kids have been in and out of my bed <clears throat> like bloody Olympic sport. And they've all had this cough and cold. So the, I literally was like a zombie. And I woke up, had a cup of tea in bed and then was like, Joe bring me a bin bag I'm I'm getting rid of stuff is going I just there's no point I'm so attached to stuff it's just got to go so it's I mean it's a slow process Gemma but I'm go I'm getting rid of stuff I've just I'm decluttering I'm organizing I'm some might say slowly clutter bustering very slowly. Um, but I thought Gemma would be, obviously she wouldn't ever have to do this because she's way ahead of me. But I just had that thing where I was like, enough. I felt like the end of last year, I just let myself slip into so much ch tail chasing chaos. I felt like I was behind all the time. And I was like, no. And I think it's partly to do with tiktok and instagram we talked about this before my tiktok for my podcast thinks i'm a boy and my tiktok for me knows that i'm a girl and i had been on my podcast tiktok for so long i hadn't looked at my makeup tiktok and it showed me do you get this amazon hacks or amazon products that work for your home and it's american people with their clean houses showing you stuff they've bought on amazon those plugs are on there those time saving, those sorts of things were always on there. And I could just keep looking at these things and being like, look at that house. Look how clean that house is. Look how organized that house is, which I always do. But I was like, the only reason you don't have that house is because you look at it like something that someone else has. Well, like, do you know what I mean? Gemma's really good because she does a 30 minute Tom a day and I can't do that. It's like, why can't you, you lazy bitch? Get on with it. So we're not having that anymore. And it's like, I don't need all this tat. So that's going to be my year. I'm not ending my year. I'm not ending 2003 like I ended 2022. 2003? I'd like to go back 20 years. That's, what, how old were you in two? I was 20 in 2003. I don't know. Um, I was born in 21. So you were 22. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 22. That's Hayla. 
that Taylor popping out there. Um, I did say, Jim, my middle one has got this thing which is basically stimming. It's very hard to explain to people what it is, though, because I think they just think it's weird. But he squeezes, he'll go up to people and he'll squeeze their cheeks and squeeze their nose down, right? If he loves someone, he does it. He can't stop himself. And I've seen him with his bestie at school and he does it to him all the time. And I'm like, Jim, Jim, stop, stop, put Oscar's face down, stop it. Anyway, so he does it when he's really excited or he loves someone and it's really annoying. And to me, he has special ones, which he does where he like zhuzhes my tummy, which I hate, but he just like frantically pats my tummy. Um, anyway, last night I was watching something with Joe and I got a sudden uh, rush of energy and I squeezed Joe's face. And then I had this moment of realization. And I went, it's me. I'm the problem. It's me. And Joe was like, what? And I was like, scenario in life so we literally spend all our time telling Jim to put people's faces down and then I'm like on Joe's face as soon as everyone's in bed um so what just has happened is that I um I'm too tight basically to pay for like proper zoom so like after 45 minutes we have to hang up and then like call Chippy again and so I caught, I hung up called Chippy again forgot to press record so we've just been babbling off for the past half an hour um without having it recorded we had a lovely chat you've missed out on some real juicy gossip you haven't i, I got arrested i didn't get arrested we talked about me getting stopped by the police again yeah um we can talk about that next week uh i'm now basically being persecuted by the police and we're both in Kirsty cars, yours smells like sweat. Yeah. Mine is a I spaceship. The local police station has a picture of you in your sunglasses and your leopard print coat going, if you see this woman, stop her. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Um, yeah. So now I'm too scared to drive. I don't really drive anywhere. Joe's done all the school runs so far this term. Don't know what's going to happen when he goes back to work in London next week. Um, and that's about it. What was your positive of the week, Gemma? Oh, that Rocky, Rocky barks. Oh, yeah. and, I show, and I was show everyone Rocky. Look at Rocky, and he barks. And we're going to fast forward to this time next year when your negative of the week will be that Rocky barks. <laughs> because but, my Jack Russell is the best thing ever. He's literally my, like, like, you know how, like, people have, like, security blankets? Yeah. And I can't work That's out. kind of how I feel about Magda. About what? About Magda. I think well, I feel like Magda's I can't work out whether he enjoys it or not. I mean, he seems to be quite happy. Yeah. They, whenever, they whenever move. Room, he doesn't like it, apparently. According to Mike, he just waits at the door for me to come back. I mean, I'm not mad about that. She's making a rod for her run back. And I know it. And I know it. (laughs) We did say how in 
2023, our motto is going to be your poor time management is not our crisis. Yeah. Um, so we're going to... One of my pet hates in life, right, is when someone says, can you just do this? It'll only take you two, it'll only take you two minutes. But like when it'll you... only take you two minutes. You do it, love. But when you get like people, a lot of people say that, oh, only and they expect to go to the top of the queue in your to-do list because it'll only take you two minutes. When I used to run the chippies and we used to close at 10, I purposely used to close before the pubs kicked out because I wasn't interested in the pub trade, right? So I would be closing the electric shutters and there'd be people like commando rolling under it, like Indiana Jones saying, oh, you couldn't, your fryers are still on, you couldn't just do us cotton chips twice, could you? It'll only take you two minutes. And I'd be like, no, Barry, because Simon, who's coming down the road, will see that there's someone in the queue and then he's just going to join the queue, right? And then it's just going to yeah. never end. There has to be a cutoff, so sorry, no. My dad always used to really shout at me, but I was always really shocked because I said, we were closed. If you can't make it here yeah. in time, you know we shut at 10. If you can't make it here in time, that is not my problem. And I really don't care yeah. if I lose your custom. And my dad used to be like, Gemma, that's the wrong attitude. And I said, oh. actually... Yeah. Yeah, it is that thing of like I I constantly feel like I'm saying this to my friends and my mum and my husband where I'm there and I have a friend who keeps saying to me, You must be more protective of your time, you must stop doing so much for everyone. And I'm like, but you want to be excluded from that. So everyone who tells me this thinks they should be excluded from that mm, but they're the exception to the rule that they want you to make yeah and I'm like and I say to Joe, you know I love being able to spend time with my mum I love being able to do stuff with her and having her just up the road and and all of that but he doesn't have any family responsibility apart from me and us do you know what I mean? He doesn't have parents and grandparents and things. So I'm like, all of that family stuff I do, and you, he benefits from, he loves my family very, very luckily. But it's that thing where it's like, you say I should be doing, I'm not, not going to not see my mum. I'm not going to not have coffee with my mum. I'm not going to not speak on the phone to my sister. I'm not going to, you just mean and and I'm very bad at being like no I'm at work I think that's the thing if you work from home or you work for yourself you know people wouldn't phone you all day if they're like oh no she's in the office all the time all the time all the time but my sister bless her she actually books in a call with me and yesterday I know she's like are you free at 10 a.m I'm like yes and then I get on, we do like a FaceTime. She's like, I've got a list because I know you're very busy. First item on the agenda. <laughs> she won't oh. back. <laughs> First item on the agenda yesterday was, they shit you not. What? So I heard on the news today that Rishi Sunak wants all children to learn maths until they're 18. So what I think we should do is we should develop a plan for Ben. Joanne, oh my God, <laughs> we don't even what know. What did she do? teacher and then she's like I've booked his all tickets to see Phantom of the Opera in February I'm like great 
So um, me and her husband, we booked a box. I'm like, amazing. Right, okay, cool. Get on the call. Item two on the agenda. Um, you can only fit two people in a box. So mom and dad are in the box and we're all in the stalls. <laughs> well, fine, whatever. Um, yeah, I think that's the thing. It's just, I don't know. I, I, I feel like a lot of people in my life, like that you never have time for coffee or you never have time for because people expect you to but if you do that for everyone if I have coffee with everyone all week I'll be doing that all week yeah. do you know what I mean yeah. and I and I so I just and it and it makes me then extra stressed because I end I as I said before we pressed record I felt like I ended up too 2022 chasing my tail behind you know what, with my star do you want know oh, she loves it. yeah it's actually in my second book time okay. cookies time cookies people who like to steal your little nest egg of time those people that you couldn't just do you couldn't just do it only take you five minutes like no yeah. no 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 yeah um and that's the thing so I felt so stressed by the end of last year because my stuff still needed doing so that's why I was like going to do organized Christmas going and I'm just going to and I realized that because all the police stuff the car stuff the dog stuff from basically October last year was so stressful that I also stopped looking at my diary or my calendar and that is not ideal because it meant I was missing stuff. I was late for stuff. And it was just like everything was so up in the air that I couldn't bear to look at it. Whereas now I'm like, plan everything in your time so that you know what you're doing and be protective of that time. If you've booked in to do something, don't feel bad if someone says, oh, do you want to go and have a cup of coffee? Because also the thing is, I'm a coach, but part of the reason I trained to be a coach was that people tell me stuff. So if people are like, I really need to talk to someone, can we have coffee? I'll always be like, yeah, of course. Whereas I need to be like, of course, I can do this time, which is, I'm not very good at. Um, we're about to run out of time again, and we don't want to make that same mistake again. But in conclusion, or what I would like to add is that don't sacrifice your own happiness for someone else's yeah don't do that and I think it's the same with like everyone says they don't have time for a lot of stuff that get now gets counted as self-care but like makeup and skincare stuff that I do and lots of people are like I don't have time to have a proper skin routine or I don't have time to and it's like that's fine you're only cheating yourself it's not with the best one in the world I look after my face I'm hoping that that's going to stand me in good stead when I'm older and it's good for so many different reasons it's good for my mental health it's good for lots of things but if you don't make time for it you're the one that is going to suffer it's not going to be me and it's the same with the organized Christmas I didn't do the organized Christmas I'm the one who got shafted. It didn't have any effect on you. Well, I mean, it did because I moaned. But like, 
you know what I mean? It's that thing of like my disorganization last year only fucked me over. Yeah. Um, so that is my t- 2023 is that I'm going to be protective of my time because in the long run, I always remember saying to Joe, and this is something that lovely Claire at Play Hooray instilled in me when my kids were tiny. It's better to spend 20 minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes setting up a play activity and engaging in it with your kid because that will get you more time to do what you need to do or to have a cup of tea or whatever than expecting them to just set up and start playing by themselves and be fully immersed. And I always used to say that to Joe. If if I was going to work and he needed to have a meeting, I was like, if you set up and you engage with the kids, they will then settle into playing and they will be in it. Whereas if you're just chucking stuff at them and expecting them to sort it out themselves, it's not going to work. And it's the same. If you're organized with your time, I mean, I am preaching to the choir here, but I'm talking to the laundrette. But if you're organized with your time and you're protective of your time, then the rewards will be more time if you see what I mean if you're not chasing your tail by frantically doing everything in the last minute and you're more organized about it then you can be like I actually have a bit more time to do what I want to be doing so that is my attempt my new year's resolution is to see Taylor Swift live it's just it it's just it I can't believe how we back we backtrack so much. Say goodbye, Chippy. Say goodbye to the nice people. Bye bye, Rocky. Bye bye, Laundrette. Happy New Year. <laughs>